Advertising your business with GCN is simple, effective, and more affordable than you might think. Visit advertise.gcnlive.com for more info. Take your business to the next level. Black holes, the cosmos, space, and time travel, science and technology. Brought to you by theoretical physicist, futurist, popularizer of science, and world-renowned author, Professor Michio Kaku. And GCNlive.com. This is Science Fantastic. Welcome back to Science Fantastic with Professor Michio Kaku. Every week on Science Fantastic, we probe the cutting edge of science. Science that changes your view of the universe. Science that changes the way you look at the world. Science which you can use in your daily life. And if you want to get on Science Fantastic and have your thoughts heard on 100 radio stations and the Internet across the country and the world, give us a call. The hotline number is 612 564 8135. Now, all we ask is that you leave your name, call letters to the radio station or the website you're listening to, and the city you're calling from, and bingo, perhaps you can get on Science Fantastic. And some people say, well, maybe my question is kind of dumb, and I look stupid being on radio. Well, just remember that some of the dumbest questions are the deepest questions of all. For example, years ago, there was a man who was in his early 20s who saw an apple fall, and then he asked a stupid question that changed world history. He saw an apple fall, and then he said, if an apple falls to the earth, does the moon also fall? And in a flash of insight, he realized that gravity which brings an apple to the ground, is the same force that makes the moon go around the earth. And then he did some simple calculations and found out that, yes, he could then fit the motion of the solar system using this insight that he got when he was in his early 20s walking around his estate. That young man was Isaac Newton, and he initiated one of the greatest revolutions in history the revolution of mechanics, by which we can understand gravity, the motion of trajectories, the motion of atoms, the motion of planets and stars, all because he asked himself a question, if an apple falls, does the moon also fall? So if you have a question, just remember that some of the stupidest questions are the most profound questions of all. Now, before we begin by answering some of the questions that I get, let me just answer collectively some of, the, some of the questions that I get. I'll talk about Fukushima. Is it a good idea to dump 350 million gallons of slightly radioactive water into the ocean? And is it possible that there's an age gene that we can transpose from one animal to another to make them live longer? So we'll talk about the genetics of the aging process, and can that be used for humans? And then we'll say a few things about the Loch Ness Monster. There's a a new group of individuals that is paying to send people into the Loch Ness to look for the Loch Ness Monster. 
Well, let's just jump right into some of the big stories of the past week. One of the big stories is the Japanese government has been dumping radioactive water into the ocean, causing an uproar throughout Asia. The Chinese government, in fact, has called for a boycott, a boycott of Japanese sea goods. Korea, Vietnam, all the countries of Asia are up in arms, saying that the Japanese are callously dumping radioactive water into, into the seas as a consequence of the fact that they botched it with the Fukushima nuclear power plant. And so this is something that is raging throughout Asia and the international media. What do you do if you have 350 million gallons of radioactive water and you are running out of space? Think about that for a moment. So what do you do? Do you boycott Japanese sea goods and, and fish and sushi? Or do you appeal to the United Nations? Well, the United Nations has come up with a statement that yes, the water left over from the Fukushima disaster of, nine, of 2011, the water is slightly radioactive, but no more radioactive than water that is routinely jumped, dumped into the oceans anyway. So it's not a good idea, but it's the best idea we have to allow the Japanese government to dump this amount of radioactive water into the ocean. So, well, what are you going to do? Even the critics of nuclear power have yet to come up with a plan that is totally safe. So, what do you do and what's the problem? First of all, the problem is that the water is radioactive. It has cesium-137, strontium-90, leftovers from three meltdowns that took place in 2011 because of a Class 9 earthquake that rocked Japan to the core. And tritium, which is the radioactive substance that was not cleaned out yet, has a half-life of 12 years. So, in other words, every 12 years, radiation goes down by half, and it's almost impossible to take tritium out of that water. They took radioactive cesium-137, strontium-90, out of the wastewater for the most part but they left the tritium inside the water. Why is that? Because tritium is chemically identical to hydrogen. Hydrogen is found in water, H2O. Tritium is D2O, tritiated water, D2O, and as a consequence, it is chemically impossible to differentiate between a hydrogen atom and a radioactive hydrogen atom called tritium. So here's the question. What do we do? Well, when the accident was taking place, I had my own suggestion, which was made on ABC television when I did an interview on national television about the Fukushima disaster. And I said to myself, well, maybe we should do what the Russians did back in 1987. Instead of allowing this radioactive wastewater to build up decade after decade after decade, prolonging the agony, they should sandbag the reactor. And that's exactly what the Russians did. Back in 1986, the Chernobyl nuclear power plant exploded, releasing about, oh, about a third of the core into the air over, over the Ukraine and parts of Europe. So what did the Russians do? They called out the Red Air Force. That's right. They called out the Red Air Force and a fleet of helicopters came by 
and they dumped radio they dumped borated sand and water onto the flaming core that quenched the core the fires stopped and the accident came to a halt because the whole thing was sealed in concrete this is called sandbagging a reactor which you only do when you gave up any hope of retrieving the material inside the reactor all you can do is bury it in borated sand and water. Boron absorbs neutrons, and therefore, by putting boron into the water and the sand, you're able to absorb the neutrons, and then you dump the borated water right on top of the flaming nuclear power plant. And that's what the Russians did. They stopped the accident from progressing any further. Now, there is a drawback to this, the drawback is that you didn't quench the fires of the melton itself, so the reactor core is still molten. And because it's still molten, molten it's, still, it's still melting its way down into the earth. And so as a long-term strategy, they may have to put a blanket underneath the molten core, which is an engineering problem in and of itself. But right now, the situation is stable. But unfortunately, the Japanese had the illusion that they could bring the accident under control. That was an illusion that now we're paying the price for. The reactor is in a state of chaos. We don't even know how much core is melted. And it's just sitting there with 350 million gallons of wastewater that's radioactive. Well, let's take a short commercial break. And after the break, we'll talk about what do we do with all that radioactive water? Dump it into your sushi, or do we have another solution? This is Science Fantastic. Give us a call, and maybe you can get on national radio. If you're concerned about the power grid and want to generate your own supply of off-grid electricity, this will be the most important message you'll hear this year. Here's why. We now have a small number of solar generators back in stock. These emergency backup systems provide life-saving backup power when you need it most. And unlike gas generators, solar generators run quietly, emit no dangerous fumes, and produce an endless supply of free electricity from the sun. Whether it's wildfires, dangerous weather, power grid issues, or just getting off the grid, you'll never have to suffer through painful power outages again. Even better, all this week, radio listeners get over $700 in free off-the-grid bonuses, too. Go to MySolarBackup.com to learn more and check availability. That's MySolarBackup.com. Look for the free report, Crisis Cooling, how to make absolutely sure your meat, milk, and medicines stay safe and cool in any power outage. Yours free at MySolarBackup.com. What if you could cut your heating bills this winter with your existing wood-burning fireplace and not spend thousands doing it? You can with Great Wall of Fire Fireplace Grates. Our U.S. patented, made-in-America Wall of Fire Grates increase fireplace efficiency, eliminate fireplace smoke problems, and come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. See our grates in action and get free shipping from walloffire.com or call 800-274-7364. Fireplace heat without fireplace smoke. Walloffire.com. 
I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who help people that have been injured or wronged. If you've been involved in a serious car, truck, or motorcycle accident, or injured at work, you have rights, and you may be entitled to money for your suffering. Don't accept an offer you get from an insurance company until you talk to a lawyer. And we represent some of the best personal injury lawyers you can find. Tough lawyers that will fight to win your case. And they're so good, they stake their reputation on it by only getting paid if you win. So if you've been in a serious car, truck, or motorcycle accident, or hurt on the job, find out today for free what kind of compensation you may be entitled to. Call the legal helpline right now. 800-524-3810. That's 800-524-3810. Hi, I'm Dan Pilla. I started fighting the IRS over 40 years ago when they tried to seize my mother's house. I sued the IRS and won. I beat the IRS then, and I've been beating them ever since. I wrote the book on tax debt settlement, and I've helped thousands of people deal with tax problems they thought might never be solved. I can help you too. If you owe taxes you can't pay, don't wait another day. There's no such thing as a hopeless tax case. Call 800-34-NO-TAX or go to my website, danpilla.com. That's danpilla.com, danpilla.com. Brought to you by Professor Michio Kaku. This is Science Fantastic. Welcome back to Science Fantastic with Professor Michio Kaku. Before the break, we've been getting a lot of emails about what do we do with all that radioactive wastewater building up in Japan. Well, my personal point of view was that during the Chernobyl accident, the Russians realized that it was hopeless hopeless to salvage anything from that molten radioactive core, so they sandbagged it. They just dumped tons of sand and water and boron on top of that flaming reactor core. Well, that's what I recommended they do at Fukushima. But the authorities there realized that, well, maybe there's a slim chance they can salvage the accident. You see, there's a loop of water that cools the reactor down. Reactor water is in a loop. Therefore, a finite amount of water allows you to cool the reactor forever, in principle, okay? But the problem is the loop was broken. And during the accident, we don't know exactly where the loop was broken. As a consequence, the government had to dump fresh water on top of the flaming reactor in order to quench it so it doesn't get out of control and blow up. And so they thought it was going to be a small temporary fix. Nope. They still, even today, even today, they still don't know the exact geometry of the melted uranium. They don't know exactly how to seal it up. And so the loop is broken. So what do you do? You just keep dumping more water on it. And that's how they got up to 350 million gallons of radioactive water. Because the loop is broken, because they don't know precisely where the loop is broken, because there are three radioactive cores involved here, they simply keep on dumping water on it. So that's why we're up to 350 million gallons of water, and that's why it will be dumped into the ocean. Now, what are we going to do? We can bellyache all we want, but the bottom line is, what are you going to do about it? Well, one proposal, which is not very 
good, but the only thing that we can grab with right now, we're grasping for straws, and that is to seal it in concrete. All this liquid water can be combined with concrete to solidify it, so it doesn't have to be dumped into the oceans and eventually wind up in somebody's sushi. It could be placed on, as a foundation for a building. Realize that the building will be slightly radioactive for a period of time. Many of the fission products have a half-life of 30 years, meaning that every 30 years, radiation levels go down by half. Tritium, its half-life is 12 years. So after every 12 years, radiation goes down by half. So it's not a good idea, but the alternatives are few and far between. So here we have the agony. The Russians stopped their accident cold, and it wasn't an elegant solution, but it worked. Well, the Japanese government thought that they could have a soft landing, that they could ease their way into a solution. Nope. Even today, even today, they still don't know the exact geometry of the leak in the loop that we talked about. They still don't know how to patch up the loop. So what do they do? Dump more water, creating even more radioactive water. What an agony. So my solution is not the best, but put it in concrete. And moving on, let's say a few things about another thing that's hitting the news, and that is, is there a fountain of youth? Well, probably not, but there's nothing in the laws of genetics that means there can't be genes which make you live longer. So scientists have analyzed the genes of many animals and found out that one animal stands out, and that animal lives 10 times longer than normal. This is amazing. It's the naked mole rat. It lives 41 years on average, while a mouse lives on the average of two years. Think of that for a moment. 41 years for the average lifespan of the naked mole rat versus two years the average lifespan for a mouse. What happens if you isolate the gene responsible for that and transplant it into another animal? This has never been done before. We do know that there are certain genes which seem to regulate the aging process, but we've never successfully made other animals have that gene. Well, that's why this report is causing a certain amount of stir among scientists. Scientists took the naked mole rat, which again lives 10 times longer than similar rodents of similar size, extracted a gene, HMWHA gene, and that gene apparently gives them extra resistance to cancer. And as a consequence, they have a better immune response to disease. So they took the gene, HMWHA, transposed it from the naked mole rat into a mouse, and lo and behold, the mouse also then began to inherit those characteristics. It began to have less cancerous tumors, less inflammation, living longer. And so it means that, well, this is not the fountain of youth, but it does mean that for the first time, we've been able to isolate a gene with a proven effect across species. So the next step, of course, is to try it out on humans. Now, don't get your hopes up. Many times people have thought they found the fountain of youth, only to found out that it was an illusion. However, it is tantalizing to realize that there is a gene that you can transplant. 
transplant between animals. You see, there have been genes that have been isolated within one species, but never transplanted to another species to, to make sure that those same characteristics are transplanted. Well, here it is, folks. And so that's why some scientists are saying this is very interesting. It may not be the fountain of youth, but maybe, maybe it's like the tail of a lion. Maybe there's a lion at the other end of the tail. Maybe it means that in principle, it may be possible to transfer the genes of long-lived animals into humans. Well, speaking about another wild goose chase, let's say a few things about the Loch Ness Monster. Believe it or not, scientists have looked into the question of the Loch Ness Monster, also Bigfoot, and all of these other exotic animals. And the first thing that scientists say, dealing with things like the Loch Ness Monster, is what's the breeding population? In other words, you have to have maybe 10 to 50 animals that breed among each other to sustain it. If you just have one Loch Ness Monster, just one, or maybe two, a male and a female, how long is it going to last? Chances are the line will disintegrate, and at some point accidents and disease will take over. So to ensure that you have a breeding population that's sustainable, you need, well, who knows, 50 to 100, let's say, organisms that can breed and regenerate generation after generation. That's one problem. We don't see hordes of Loch Ness monsters. Second is the waste products. If you do have 10, 50 to 100 within a breeding population, that's a lot of waste. And you can pick it up. And bones. The bones of deceased relatives will also be there. And yet Loch Ness seems to be rather pristine. We don't see large quantities of waste. We don't see the bones of gigantic uh, dinosaurs or anything like that. And that's another reason for thinking that maybe, maybe the Loch Ness Monster really isn't there at all. Who knows? Also, submarines have been sent into the Loch Ness looking for signatures, the radar echoes, sonar echoes of these animals. And so far, they found nothing. Well, now recently, a new band of enterprising individuals are making one last hurrah, one last dish effort to locate the Loch Ness Monster. Well, <laughs> I wish them luck. But as I said before, the problem with that is that A, you need a large breeding population. B, you're going to have a lot of nuclear waste because uh, these animals have to eat a lot. See, these animals have a finite lifespan. Eventually they die, leaving bones. And we don't see gigantic bones of dinosaurs lying around. And lastly, there have been a number of hoaxes. The famous diagram that everyone sees of the Loch Ness Monster, showing the outline, the black outline of the monster, that was a fake. And so we know that many times in the past, people have faked the Loch Ness Monster, and who benefited from that? Well, who knows for sure. But the merchants, the merchants there benefited from having all this hoopla around the Loch Ness Monster. Okay, let's take another short commercial break. And after the break, we're going to continue with Science Fantastic. Here's your chance to get on national radio and the internet to ask a question. 612 564 
8135 is the number to call. 612-564-8135. And you can get on national radio to ask that science question that's always been bothering you. Give us a call. listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. USA News Update. The two leading pharmacy chains in the U.S. are set to start sales of abortion pills possibly this month. Walgreens and CVS will offer mifeprestone at select pharmacies in states where it's legally permissible. Both chains have received FDA certification to dispense the pill, according to separate statements. Wildfires and blizzard warnings are causing anxiety for thousands of Americans. Over half a million people in California and Nevada face the threat of a blizzard with up to 10 feet of snow predicted in higher elevations. Simultaneously, major wildfires in the Texas Panhandle and parts of Oklahoma have claimed at least two lives. Alabama Senator Katie Britt will deliver the Republican response to President Biden's State of the Union address. House Speaker Mike Johnson noted that the American people will be attentive as the youngest Republican woman ever elected to the Senate turns the page on the oldest president in history. John Schaefer, USA News. People often write to tell us what has happened for them since starting Extendivite. Allow me to read a few highlights. Extendivite works in keeping my blood pressure in the normal range. I have been using Extendivite for many years. Great product. I use regularly and I rarely get sick. This product has relieved what appeared to be angina pain in my chest and shortness of breath after climbing stairs. I'm quite happy about it. My husband, son, and I have been using this product for a few months now, and we have noticed an improvement in our joints and blood pressure. To order, call 1-877-928-8822 or visit Extendivite.com. That's X-T-E-N-D-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Extend your life with Extendovite. Advertising is simple. It starts with someone who has a need. Mom! And then gets more specific. Mom, I want pizza. Then we add urgency. I want pizza tonight. Before you know it, your GCN advertising message is reaching millions of listeners. Listeners who are definitely in need. We We want pizza! You see? Advertising on GCN is simple. Your message meets their need, and the result means new business for you. Tell us about your business. Then let our super creative department go to work to craft just the right message to feed those who have an urgent need. We want pizza tonight! GCN has the most affordable national radio advertising rates, period. And millions of people listen to GCN radio programs on over 1,000 AM and FM and XM stations and streaming audio live. Get started today with GCN, the Genesis Communications Network. Just shoot us an email, advertise at GCNlive.com. 
Hebo Tea Club's original Pure Pouty Arco Super Tea comes from the only tree in the world that fungus does not grow on. As a result, it naturally has antifungal, anti-infection, antiviral, antibacterial, anti-inflammation, and anti-parasite properties. So the tea is great for healthy people because it helps build the immune system. And it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection, diabetes, or cancer. The tea is also organic and naturally caffeine-free. A one-pound package of tea is $49.95, which includes shipping. To order, please visit ShopSuperTea.com. The first word is shop, spelled S-H-O-P, then the word super, and then the word tea. The complete website is ShopSuperTea.com, or call us at 818-984-6100, Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. California time. That's 818-984-6100. ShopSuperTea.com. This is Science Fantastic. Welcome back to Science Fantastic with Professor Michio Kaku. Give us a call because here is your chance. Here's your chance to get on national radio and the Internet. This show is carried by 100 radio stations across the country and the Internet across the world. The number to call is 612-564-8135. 612-564-8135. Leave your name, call letters of the radio station or the website's address, and the city you're calling from, and maybe you can get on Science Fantastic. Also, you may want to get a copy of my latest book. It's a New York Times bestseller. It's called Quantum Supremacy. Quantum Supremacy is a time when a new type of computer, a quantum computer, can outrace a standard digital computer. And that was achieved just a few years ago. Already Google... IBM, Microsoft, Honeywell, all the big players are jumping into this game because this could revolutionize the way we view computation. It means we may be able to crack problems that are way beyond the ability of an ordinary digital computer. For example, cancer. We talk about cancer, we talk about the genes of cancer, but why is it that digital computers cannot do anything about cancer at the molecular level? And the reason is, ordinary digital computers compute on zeros and ones, zeros and ones, zeros and ones. Cancer cannot be coded by zeros and ones, zeros and ones, zeros and ones. We're talking about an error in the genetics of molecules. And that's where quantum computers can come in. Quantum computers compute on the world of molecules and atoms. That's why they call quantum computers. They actually exist. Prototypes exist in China, also with IBM and Microsoft and all the other big players. And there's a race, a race against time. The country or company that wins that race could dominate the world economy. Think about that. Okay, anyway, let's move on. The book is called Quantum Supremacy, now at your bookstore, now a New York Times bestseller. So let's move on now. And let's take the first listener phone call. 
Hello, Dr. Kaku. Uh, my name is Juan. I'm calling from Atlanta. I'm listening on Stitcher Podcast. My question is about uh, photons. My question is, uh, considering the whole electromagnetic spectrum, I was wondering if photons only occur in the part that we can see as humans, or maybe do uh, the photons occur also out, a little bit outside the spectrum where like, animals can see or even across the whole spectrum itself. Uh, thank you. Good luck for your answer. Okay, it's a very good question about the relationship between the photon, uh, the electromagnetic spectrum, and what is visible and what is not visible. First of all, visible light is only a tiny, tiny fraction of the entire electromagnetic spectrum. Beyond ordinary visible light, we have ultraviolet radiation. Beyond ultraviolet, we have X-ray radiation. Even more energetic than that, we have gamma radiation, the most energetic form of electromagnetic radiation. So when you increase the energy of ordinary light, ordinary light, if you increase the energy, becomes ultraviolet light, then X-rays, then gamma rays. If you go in the other direction and make light less energetic, then light becomes infrared light, and below that, radio and television. Now, where does the photon fit into this? A photon is a particle of light or a particle of electromagnetic radiation. So all these things have a particle. Photons are found in the entire electromagnetic spectrum. They are a particle of light. Okay, let's take another short commercial break. Once again, the number to call is 612-564-8135. And maybe you can get on national radio and the Internet. Give us a call. I'm Dr. Joel Wallach, the Dead Doctors Don't Lie Guy. There's no reason why you shouldn't live to be at least 100 and have a great time getting there. And I'm going to give you a free copy of my lecture that tells you exactly how to do it. In fact, after you've lived a long and healthy life, there should be only two documents in your medical chart, a birth certificate and a death certificate. I'm Dr. Wallach with a warning. If you have a four-inch medical chart, if you take prescription drugs for high cholesterol, high blood pressure, arthritis, joint pains, and other health issues, the medical profession is failing you. They're using you for an ATM machine. My free lecture is going to reveal what pharmaceutical companies don't want you to know. There's been groundbreaking research and discoveries on how to effectively treat or eliminate over 900 different diseases naturally. And it's all in my free lecture called Deadly Recipe. So call toll-free 1-855-79-YOUNG. Again, that's toll-free 1-855-79-YOUNG. 1-855-79-YOUNG. Hi, I'm Dr. Joel Wallach, the Dead Doctors Don't Lie Guy. And there's no reason why you shouldn't live to be at least 100 and have a great time getting there. And I'm going to give you a free copy of my lecture that tells you exactly how to do it. In fact, after you've lived a long and healthy life, there should be only two documents in your medical chart, a birth certificate and a death certificate. I'm Dr. Wallach with a warning. If you have a four-inch medical chart, if you take prescription drugs for high cholesterol, high blood pressure, arthritis, joint pains, and other health issues, the medical profession is failing you. They're using you for an ATM machine. My free lecture is going to reveal what pharmaceutical companies don't want you to know. There's been groundbreaking research and discoveries on how to effectively treat or eliminate over 900 different diseases naturally. And it's all in my free lecture called Deadly Recipe. So call toll-free 1-855-79-YOUNG. Again, that's toll-free 
1-855-79-YOUNG. 1-855-79-YOUNG. It's easy to see. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. We all know something big is coming, and that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming more self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is the nation's largest emergency preparedness company, and they make it easy for you to prepare. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure some emergency food kits. There's a dozen to choose from that contain tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging 2,000 calories per day. Get at least one food kit for each family member. My Patriot Supply also sells large solar generators, gravity-powered water filtration systems, heirloom seeds for your garden, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m. and your items will ship that same day. Time is short. Prepare today. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com. MyPatriotSupply.com. Brought to you by Professor Michio Kaku. This is Science Fantastic. Welcome back to Science Fantastic with Professor Michio Kaku. Uh, just to uh, conclude, uh, the previous caller asked about electromagnetic radiation and photons. What's the difference? Well, first of all, we have a spectrum, a spectrum of radiation. We have low energy light in the form of radar, television, microwaves. And then we have, of course, the visible spectrum of frequencies. Beyond that, we have ultraviolet, x-rays, gamma rays. All of them are called the electromagnetic spectrum. Okay? What is a photon? A photon is a particle of the electromagnetic spectrum. So the photon is not restricted to visible light. All electromagnetic radiation, all of it, is described by a particle called the photon. Okay, anyway, let's move on now, and let's take the next listener phone call. Yes, my name is Thomas Gould. I live in Big Spring, Texas, and I listen to the mighty 1490 FM. And my question is, how long do you think it will be before mankind is able to reach at least 50% of light speed, and what type of power source will we be using? Will it be fission? Will it be fusion? Uh, and how long do you think it will be before we're able to attain that to even get to the closest stars to us in Alpha Centauri? Thank you. Well, you ask a very embarrassing question because any science fiction fan would like to believe that we could hit 50% the speed of light within our lifetime. Sorry about that. But uh, our most powerful rocket, for example, the, the Saturn V rocket, which took our astronauts to the moon, if you were to use the Saturn rocket as a prototype, how long would it take for it to go to the nearest star, the Alpha Centauri complex? It would take 70,000 years. Let me repeat that. Our biggest rocket, okay, which took us to the moon, would take 70,000 years just to reach the nearby stars. That's because chemical rockets can only go a tiny fraction of the speed of light. The speed of light is so powerful that it can go around the Earth seven times in one second. You got that? Seven times in one second. However, our mightiest rocket 
fire from one part of the earth to the other part of the earth across continents, okay, would take about 30 minutes. So light can go around the earth seven times in one second, while our most powerful rocket would take about 30 minutes to even go just half the distance across the planet earth. Now you ask another question then. What about rockets beyond chemical rockets? Well, let's take a look at them. Beyond chemical rockets, some people want to use a solar sail to go into outer space, but solar sails are notoriously slow. They use sunlight, the photon pressure coming from sunlight, in order to make it propel, but it takes many years for it to build up a sizable velocity. Beyond that, well, there's several designs being looked at. One is antimatter, okay? The other one is fusion power, okay? And the other one is using combination of lasers and fusion and things like that. Let's take them one at a time. A fusion reactor is one of the things that are, is being looked at very carefully. The problem is they don't exist yet. They're hypothetical. Now, of course, we're making breakthroughs in that area. Uh, just recently, at the Livermore National Laboratory in California, they were able to hit break-even. That is, extract as much energy out as you put in. But how big is that rocket? That rocket is bigger than a football field. It's a huge, huge, gigantic object. So, yes, that is a possibility. But uh, we're not there yet. We don't have fusion power. Another one, another possibility is to use pulse atomic engines. And pulse atomic engines use sm small mini hydrogen bombs. Let's say you have a hydrogen bomb no bigger than a basketball, and you throw it out one end of the rocket, it blows up, and then it pushes you in the other direction. If you then drop these, these uh, pellets of hydrogen bombs sequentially, you can start to, to accelerate near the speed of light. Is that workable? In principle, yes. You do the calculation. Each hydrogen bomb is so powerful, it pushes the rocket in the other direction. But what happens if it blows up by accident? Sorry about that. You're, walking, you're living on a pool of hydrogen bombs. Okay, let's take a short commercial break. And after the break, we'll continue with science. Fantastic. Give us a call, 612-564-8135 is the number to call. And get a copy of my latest book, Quantum Supremacy, about the next generation of supercomputers, which are potentially millions of times faster than a conventional computer. I had no idea it would destroy my life. But before it happened, I had a successful business in Austin, Texas. Everyone laughed at me when I shut that business down, but I could not ignore the wake-up call. I was volunteering on a project to get locally grown food into a school. That project was a complete failure, and I discovered that there were few local farmers, there's only four days' worth of food in the grocery stores, and everything comes 1,500 miles via a just-in-time trucking system. I lost friends and family who told me I was crazy to worry about that but I kept at it. I'm Marjorie Wildcraft. Those of us who know what's going on in the world know you need to become self-reliant before the dollar collapses. I've created a free webinar at GCNfood.com. I can show you, like I've shown hundreds of thousands of people, how to grow lots of food, even if you have no experience, you're older, or you're out of shape. 
Do it now before the stores are boarded up and food is not available at any price. Go to GCNfood.com. GCNfood.com. G'day, I'm Jamel that works with Dr. Joel Wallach and the GCN team with Longevity at TeamG'day.com. By becoming an associate, you provide income for you and your family on your own hours while working from home. So contact me, Jamel, by filling in the contact box at teamgaday.com and I will get back to you personally and provide all the support you need to get started and build your longevity business. teamgaday.com teamgaday.com Wellness and self-care doesn't have to be complicated. So keep it simple and take good care of yourself with Sunny Bay Heating Pads. Our heating pads soothe pains in the neck, back, and shoulders while relaxing muscles and increasing blood circulation. Sunny Bay Heating Pads have always been made in the USA and hand-filled to perfection with the highest quality materials. Sunny Bay Heating Pads are the perfect wellness gift for loved ones or yourself. See all of our high-quality products at sunny-bay.com including heated body pads, neck pillows, heated neck and body wraps, and our stress-reducing lavender line. They're all affordable, durable, and in stock now and ready for immediate shipping direct from sunny-bay.com. Read our trusted, authentic, and real reviews at sunny-bay.com or just search for Sunny Bay Heating Pad. To your good health and wellness from Sunny Bay. Across the country, people are coming together to speed up what we can learn about health. The All of Us Research Program is calling on one million people to join us as we try to change the future of health. For your family, for future generations, for all of us. Visit joinallofus.org and find out how you can become one in a million. Science Fantastic. Welcome back to Science Fantastic with Professor Michio Kaku. Again, get a copy of my latest book, now a New York Times bestseller, Quantum Supremacy, the point at which a quantum computer which computes on atoms outraces a conventional computer by a factor of a million. In fact, quantum computers can calculate things that an ordinary digital computer can never calculate like the molecular dynamics of cancer or Alzheimer's or Parkinson's disease or fusion power or the building of an atomic rocket. All these things are beyond the capabilities of an ordinary computer. But that's where, computer, well, that's where the quantum computer comes in. And quantum computers, in turn, may make possible these rockets which will take us maybe to 10% the speed of light. We're talking about antimatter rockets. We're talking about fusion rockets, pulsed atomic rockets. These are all designs that are being looked at. My favorite design, by the way, is the ramjet fusion engine. The ramjet fusion engine is like a ramjet that flies in the air. A ramjet, an airplane which uses a ramjet engine, is not a rocket. It takes in oxygen from the air. It doesn't need oxygen because oxygen is for free. It's in the air. These are called ramjet engines. In outer space, you want a hydrogen-scooping rocket. Hydrogen is for free. There's not much of it out there, 
but hydrogen in principle is for free. So a ramjet fusion engine would ride on the hydrogen of interstellar space. Okay, let's move on now and take the next listener phone call. Hello, Dr. Kaku. This is Mike from Northern Michigan. I listen to you on WMKT Triple Talk. I'm hearing a lot of buzz about the South Pole, quote-unquote, on the moon. If it doesn't rotate, tilt, or have a magnetic field, how can you determine the polarity? Thank you. Well, you're right. Uh, there's a lot of speculation now about what do we do once we go to the moon. Well, the Indians were able to have a soft landing on the moon. The Russians tried, and Istavites crashed on the moon. But getting to the moon is not the problem. It takes about three days, three days to go to the moon. A soft landing is, of course, much more difficult. And where do you want to land? In the south polar region. Why is that? Because comets impact on the moon, but for the most part, they evaporate because of the fact that there is harsh radiation from the sun, which then vaporizes the ice. Comets are made out of ice and dirt. So the ice lands on the moon, but quickly is uh, sublimated by the radiation from the sun, except in the south polar region. The south polar region, the areas which are in permanent darkness, and as a consequence, when comets land in these areas, they don't necessarily give up their water. So there's water in the south polar region of the moon as a consequence. And so what are we doing? We're sending probes to that area to see if there's enough water for the astronauts to thrive. What do you need water for? First, you need water for hydrogen or as a propellant and oxygen for breathing and water itself for drinking. So for rocket fuel, <clears throat> for drinking, you need a source of ice. And that's what we have in the south polar region of the moon. So the recent probes that have gone to the moon show that yes, there is water in the south polar region. And that's what the gold rush is all about. Gold is useless on the moon, but water is precious. Things that we take for granted, like water, on the moon is a prized commodity. And any nation, any nation that wants to colonize the moon would have to come to grips with the fact that water is extremely expensive if you were to take it from the Earth and go all the way to the moon. Much better to have the water on the moon to begin with. And that's what the excitement is all about. So the recent Indian probes, they have shown that yes, there's water there. Now how much of it we still don't know, but we do find evidence of water in the form of hydrogen, and in the form of oxygen, and in the form of liquid water. This is good news. Okay, well let's move on now and take the next listener phone call. Well, I'm not quite sure what you mean by the energy density problem, but let me say this about, about energy in general. One of the problems of energy is that you want a compact form in order to have this combustion or this firing taking place. 
so that he can extract energy from it. In the old days, we used coal and firewood, which its energy density was very low. As a consequence, you needed a lot of wood and you needed a lot of coal in order to make it work. Then with the coming of the nuclear age, we realized that an object no bigger than a baseball, no bigger than a baseball, has enough energy to wipe out an entire city. And even that baseball is not very efficient. When an atomic bomb goes off, it is only about 1% efficient. Think about that. If you saw the movie uh, about Oppenheimer, you realize that an atomic bomb is not very big. The active ingredient is a little bit smaller than a, than a basketball. But it turns out that the efficiency of the bomb in terms of its energy density is very low. It is about 1% efficient. That means a tremendous amount of waste takes place, but hey, it's good enough to blow up a city, so that's what the Pentagon wants. So, okay, well anyway, let's now say that you should get a copy of my latest book. It's called Quantum Supremacy. It's about the fact that we're entering now a new era in computation, and we're going to compute not on transistors in the future, we're going to compute on the ultimate object of the universe itself, the atom. We're going to be computing on the atom because that's what Mother Nature does. Mother Nature, in some sense, is a gigantic quantum computer. That's why we can't cure cancer. That's why we can't solve the aging process. Because all of the interesting questions take place at the atomic level. And digital computers can only calculate with zeros and ones, zeros and ones. So find out what the excitement is about. The book is called Quantum Supremacy. Get healthy, not high, with 100% pure CBD, powerful natural pain relief from Veterans Vitality. GCN listeners, have you ever thought about how CBD may help you? I'm sure you have heard about the many benefits of CBD. Well, here's your opportunity to try before you buy. Created by veterans and for everyone who deserves better choices, our CBD is derived from organic hemp, grown in the USA, and third-party tested. Veterans Vitality CBD saves you as much as 25 to 50% over our competition, and a portion of all sales is contributed to veteran nonprofits and events. Many of our customers have experienced improved quality of life, help with anxiety, PTSD, and overall well-being. Our products do not contain THC. They are safe, non-addictive, effective, and 100% legal. GCN listeners, get your free trial bottle of premium CBD by simply paying shipping and handling at GCNFreeCBD.com. That's GCNFreeCBD.com. Again, GCNFreeCBD.com. Offered by Veterans Vitality Premium CBD.